Heavenly Father, thank you for this day uh, that you've given us. We have the opportunity to be here in your presence or, or maybe even joining uh, through one of our uh, social media platforms or online channel 191. Thank you. Lord, I pray that you would use these words uh, in this meditation, in this time of reflection, uh, to focus our attention on what really matters, namely you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So you have been hearing over the last several weeks now these Bible readings that point us to the end of the world, uh, the end of days, the end of time, and uh, today is no different. Uh, We're in that season of the church year, Uh, That's called Advent, and as we get set uh, with decorations and and beautiful uh, Christmas celebration here in in the coming weeks uh, to to celebrate the birth of the Christ child, one of the things that we also get to focus our attention to uh, is the fact that Jesus is coming back, and that's the whole crux of our our message in our reflection for this morning. So here we have these words uh, from our gospel lesson that say this, be on guard, keep awake, for you do not know when the time will come. And as I opened up the scriptures to get ready for this weekend's message, I, I saw these words, and I, I had to admit there's been this in, internal struggle, this gut check, if you would, because I see these words, and I recognize that it's been hard to focus this year. It's been hard to focus on what really matters because everything that seems to come at us, right? We just got done with one of the weirdest Thanksgivings on record, at least in my short 46 years of life. Maybe there's weirder ones out there, but it's been pretty weird, right? Yeah. And so we have that going on, and we have all this virus stuff happening, and as, even as I look at these words again, be on guard, keep awake, for you do not know when the time will come. How do we focus? How do we stay focused in the midst of everything that's been happening? I appreciate the perspective that that Pastor Brad, as he was here uh, this past Sunday, and and he gave us kind of an alliteration as he talked about focusing on Christ. He talked about pandemics and politics, and he didn't use these exact words, but he also mentioned things like patriots and protests and paper shortages and panic. And now that we are eight months into this 2020, or actually into this virus, the public is starting to ask questions like, how much longer? And every leader in every sphere of life is asking for patience as we try and make decisions in real time, knowing that as soon as we make a decision, something's going to change. And so as I reflect on that, and I see these words, be on guard, keep awake, for you do not know when the time will come, maybe, just maybe, this is God's invitation for us to take him and be in his presence, take him up on his promise that we can pause the pandemonium for just a little bit and focus on what really matters. Maybe these words are exactly what we need to hear this morning. Be on guard, stay awake, because I'm coming back. And maybe just simply the fact that Jesus is coming back is what you need to hold on to. We have a, a beautiful thing that's uh, been going on in our, in our world. Jesus reconciling everything to himself that he can have a, a relationship with us and, and walk with us and he's promised that he's coming back. 
Actually, the whole gospel of Mark points to the fact that Jesus is coming back. He has one purpose in mind and one audience that he's writing to. He's writing to a group of people like you and like me who already have a faith in Jesus, who already know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Mark is written to Christians. And, and what Mark focuses on is he was inspired to write these words by our Lord. What Mark focuses on is one purpose, and that's to point us to the salvation that we have in Jesus. He takes all of Jesus' earthly ministry, his adult earthly ministry. He starts with Jesus being baptized uh, by uh, John in, in the Jordan going all the way through his adult life up through chapter 10. Uh, and then right when we get to chapter 11, everything slows down. And for six chapters, Mark focuses on one week in Jesus' life, Holy Week. Chapter 11 talks about Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a donkey uh, on Palm Sunday. Chapter 13 probably takes place on Tuesday. So Jesus will be crucified in 72 hours. And we have a lot of teaching that happens in that week that we as Christians hold on to. And it's also that we would know that Jesus is coming back. And how do I know this? Because of the way the gospel goes in Mark chapter 13. Mark 13 starts off like this. He starts off with a disciple talking with Jesus. And they must have been in the temple. And this disciple says, Lord, Master... Do you see this beautiful place that we're in? All the work that's done to make it ready. The beautiful decorations. This has got to be a lasting testament to you or to God. And it's going to be around for all time. And Jesus responds to that disciple by saying, Do you see these great buildings? There's not going to be left here one stone upon another that will be not thrown down. And then Jesus goes and sits on a mountainside. He can see the temple in the, in the distance. And he has a conversation. Only four of the 12 disciples come and sit next to him. Peter, James, John, and a guy named Andrew. And this is how I know that Jesus wrote this message for us. Because we don't know what the other disciples are doing. But he's laying out for these four and everybody that lives life on this side of the resurrection. Jesus is already with the Father. He's coming back, but he wrote down for us a message of, of hope. And he talked about this with the four disciples that were sitting with him on that mountainside. He says, listen, things are going to get tough. You're going to hear wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be famine. You can throw in pandemics. There's going to be nation rising against nation. But guess what? It's not the end of time. He also says this. There's going to be father who turns against son and son against father. Parents are going to turn in their children. Why? Because they're following the way of Jesus. So there's going to be persecution of the Christians. And then after that tribulation, then you will see the sun darkened, the moon not having light, stars falling from heaven. You'll see the heavens being shaken. He is basically saying, folks, you will not miss the fact that I'm coming back. You will know. The signs will be clear. And what do we do with that? Have you had conversations with people? And maybe, I, I know I've thought this, okay, with everything that's been going on in 2020, we're like, 
dang, Jesus is coming back before this year is over. Right? I mean, maybe you're thinking he's coming back right now. We're supposed to be ready for it, but we don't know that that's going to happen for sure. And Jesus doesn't want us focusing on when he's coming back. He just wants us to simply know that he's coming back. Listen, he says this in Mark 13. He says, concerning that day or hour, no one knows. Not even the angels, not me, he says. Only the Father. He wants you to hold on to the fact that he's coming back. He wants us to hold on to his saving grace. And that's the application that I want you to take away with today. Jesus is coming back. He's coming for you and he's coming for me. But there's something that I have yet to mention that is very real. There's a storm coming. There's a storm coming that none of us can stop. Actually, no person on earth can stop. Not even all the powers of heaven can stop it. It's coming. When Jesus returns, that storm that is coming is God's judgment. And that storm, that wrath, will be leveled against all those who rejected Christ as Lord and Savior. Scripture's pretty clear. Psalm 130, Lord, if, if you kept a record of sin, if you looked at all of our wrongdoing, Lord, who could stand? But with you, there's forgiveness. And so we, we worship you. We are uh, in awe of you. We, we fear you. We love you. The, the hope that we have here is for those that have been given the gift of faith. Jesus has promised that he's going to stand with us, even in the midst of that storm. And so we don't even need to fear that wrath. We just know that, that God is going to see us through it. Luke, in the Gospel of Luke, he, he puts things this way. He, he talks about the same things that Mark talks about, but he adds this sentence in Luke. He says, now when you see these things take place, straighten up, raise your heads. Why? Because your salvation is near. Jesus is coming back. We have a reason to have hope. And here's the beautiful thing. God, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, is the same God that we're getting ready to celebrate the birth of, or at least him taking on human flesh on Christmas. That's the same one who's coming back with all of that stuff that I shared from Mark. This same God is the same Lord who was asleep on the stern of a boat when there was a storm raging. His disciples looked at his, him and said, Teacher, don't you care that we're perishing? He wakes up. He calms the sea. He looks at them and he says, You have little faith. He's given us the gift of faith to know that he's standing with us. And you saw that. You saw that we are anchored. Riley and River had that happen just a few moments ago, holding fast God's promise. He's going to hold to them. We're anchored in the waters of our baptism. There's no storm that can touch us. It doesn't matter how long this virus lasts. We're going to still be okay. Ultimately, we'll still be okay. It doesn't matter what the world tries to throw at us. Ultimately, we'll still be okay. Why? Because we have Jesus standing with us. Uh, for, for those of you who are more visual learners, uh, here is an image that I ran across as, uh, early in my ministry. It's by a game, guy named Danny Halbram. Jesus uh, navigating on the tall ship uh, with a gentleman in some uh, rain gear towards the, the saving light, towards safety. You see Jesus has a, a hold of him. Uh, and if I were to put a meme on, on social media, this is probably what I would say. Navigating 2020. We're going to be okay. 
we're going to be okay because Jesus has a hold of us. And folks, it's not just an arm hold. I like to think of it more as maybe Jesus has us on a lap and maybe kind of like when you're working with kids and you got them in front of the steering wheel, you got a good hold of them, right? But you were never the one out of control. You got them and you're going to get them to safety. That's what Jesus is doing with us. He's going to get us there. He's promised that. He recorded it in scriptures and he says his word will never pass away. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks uh, for your great gift. We thank you that uh, you're going to see us through all the storms of life. Uh, no matter what happens, Lord, you, you promise to walk with us. You've given us the gift of salvation. So I pray that we as your children would live in light of that, that we would practice civility with one another, that we would practice living out our life in hope with one another, that we would look to you, the author and perfecter of our faith, and live and show how beautiful it is to live with Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.